So hello everybody, welcome to the podcast, The Clueless Doctor, and as always, this is your host, Sankalba Chakma, and, and, the, and, and the topic for this episode is, is autoimmune hepatitis. hepatitis. Now, <coughs> as the name suggests, this is, a, this is a disease caused by autoimmunity, and, and what is autoimmunity? Well, autoimmunity is the, is the condition in which the, the body's immune system starts killing its own cells. It, it, it mistakes its own cells as foreign, as, as foreign pathogens. So it, so it starts killing its own cells. Now, auto, autoimmune hepatitis, now this is probably not that common, but it, it, it is still something that we have to really keep in mind when we deal with, when, when we deal with, when we deal with patients suffering from liver problems. Okay, so, so now the, I mean autoimmune hepatitis usually affects women and it, it, it has a very bimodal, bimodal distribution because it, it affects it, it affects women women of the age groups 10 to 30 years and above 40 years and uh, and the women in between they are kind of less likely to 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 face autoimmune hepatitis now there are two kinds of autoimmune hepatitis type 1 and type 2 and and the then and the different and the differentiating factors between them are the different antibodies present uh, presenting them Ty- type 1 is is the more common form and this is more common in the united states and um oh well um the 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 the, the, an- the antibodies found in this in in, in type 1 autoimmune hepatitis are anti-smooth muscle antibodies than anti-nuclear antibodies in, in most of the people and this this is this is kind of much easier to treat than the type 2 autoimmune hepatitis in type 2 um, anti-smooth muscle anti-smooth muscle antibodies and anti-nuclear antibodies are not so are, are not are not usually found so yeah and, and and this and this is more common in Europe type 2 and this is also this also happens in children more and it's, it's it's more and it is also more difficult to treat so you, you so what are the symptoms of autoimmune hepatitis well it depends really some people are asymptomatic and some people they they don't actually know that they have autoimmune hepatitis then then they then they come with a very serious liver problem to the hospital and then they come to know that they have autoimmune hepatitis well, as, as such, jaundice could, could, could occur or, or, or other manifestations of the disease like polyarthritis, then um, fatigue and fatigue and, and, and anemia. Those could be the symptoms. Now, what are the tests that we do? Of course, we, we do a full LFT panel and um, that is liver function test. And also we look for the we look for the antibodies, okay, anti-smooth muscle antibodies and anti-nuclear antibodies. Then we, we, we also do MRCP and we also do biopsy. 
on biopsy the findings include i don't know they, they might include fibrinoid necrosis and the liver enzymes are usually raised like like alp ast they are raised so that's it and um and also you know the i mean i mean um the number of antibodies in the body becomes high which we call hyperglobulinemia okay and um yeah so yeah so what are the, what are the what is the treatment for autoimmune hepatitis now as this is autoimmune the the underlying problem is the body's is, is the body's altered immune system so there is no such cure for autoimmune diseases the only thing that we can do is try to reduce or or, or, or just try to suppress the 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 immune, the immune system in the body and to do so we have we give steroids prednisolone we we give prednisolone like i guess 30 milligrams per day i don't know i'm not sure about the dose but we give prednisolone for a very long time now sometimes we can we can kind of withdraw the drug we withdraw steroids after two 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 years of use however re relapses occur and so i don't know how often this is practiced and to and because steroids are not very good drugs and they have a lot of side effects so we we we, we might have to kind of you know like um spare, spare the patient of steroids for a few years and we can give for that we can give azathioprine or budesonide yeah so yeah so i guess that's um that's the, that's the treatment for for autoimmune hepatitis now what are are there any complications of autoimmune hepatitis well well you see um the prognosis is, is actually not that bad for for it i mean the 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 80 percent survival rates i mean 10-year survival rates are are more than 80 percent whether the patients show symptoms or not and um yeah and sometimes you know liver transplantation is required if the disease really goes out of hand otherwise there is no such big need for liver transplantation and the other thing is that you know autoimmune hepatitis may be sometimes confused or or, or, or maybe sometimes or, or maybe sometimes um coexisting with other with other autoimmune diseases of the liver like or diseases like primary sclerosing cholangitis or primary biliary cholangitis and in those in those instances the prognosis becomes a bit bad yeah so i suppose that's all that i can say about autoimmune hepatitis and um i mean these days i i'm, I'm trying to i am trying to make make episodes every day i'm trying to record this podcast every day just just for the sake of regularity and to be and so that i because because i guess i have to be i have to be more consistent so that's the reason why i'm doing it making making episodes every day i might even make another episode tonight so let me see if i if i do that so anyways um thanks for listening to this episode thanks for listening to the podcast and i if you if you like this pod if you, if you like this episode if you like this podcast feel free to to subscribe wherever you're listening this to maybe on stitcher or maybe on spotify or on google podcast wherever you are listening this to feel free to subscribe and um yeah 
I think I think that's about it. And I, I don't have any social media, so even if you wanted to to contact me, uh, you you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to contact me. But you can contact me at my email. My email is sankalpachakma at the rate of gmail.com. And if you have any queries or if you want to just kind of, I don't know, communicate with me, you can feel free. You, you, you can do so. So with that, I, I, wrap this, I wrap this episode up and see you next time. Bye-bye.